Welcome to the Andy Stanley Leadership Podcast, a conversation designed to help leaders go further faster. On today's podcast, we're going to look at two words that should be an essential part of every leader's vocabulary. Andy, let's just get right to the point of today's podcast. What are these two words that are so important? Well, Lane, as you know, I'm usually pretty direct. And I'm usually ready to jump right to the point. But I need to tease this out just a bit because I'm afraid that when I tell our podcast listeners what the two words are, some of them might have a tendency to dismiss them too quickly. Here, here's what I know. Leadership requires us to keep our focus out front. We're always asking, where are we going? How do we get there? Where, where are we going? How do we get there? What are the obstacles? What are our resources? Mm. We just love forward motion, and that requires forward focus. And because of this, the demands of tomorrow quickly overshadow the accomplishments of today, both our accomplishments and the accomplishments of the people around us. So what's been done pales in significance to what needs to be done. I wake up every day thinking about what needs to be done. I very rarely wake up and think about all I did yesterday. The the only time I think about what I did yesterday is I always wake up about three o'clock on Monday morning thinking about my sermon and how (laughs) what I should have done. But other than that, you know, as leaders, we wake up thinking about the future. Yeah, well, that all sounds really positive, but I'm guessing there's a downside here. Yeah, well, there is a downside. The downside is we're so prone to look forward that we forget to look back, and that's what leads us to our two words. Okay, so are you ready to tell us now? Uh, almost. Here, here's one, <laughs> one, more, one more precursor okay. to the two words. Here's the thing. In the wake of of our progress. Again, we are always looking forward, but in the wake of our progress, there are dozens, in some cases, hundreds. I feel like in my case, thousands of people who facilitated my success. In the nonprofit world, um, most of these are volunteers who just give us their most valuable commodity, which is their time. But the truth is, even in the business world, the marketplace, everybody who works for you, everybody who works for any of those listening to our leadership podcast, they're all volunteers Mm. because you can't make somebody come to work. You can't make somebody (laughs) work for you. They're, They're all volunteers. And so what happens is the generosity of those who follow us creates a deficit in the relationship. We mm. owe them something that we can never fully repay, and a paycheck just doesn't do it. There, there are way too many of them, and they've done so much. Even, even in the marketplace where we pay people who work for us, if we're honest, we know that so much of the success we achieve as leaders is built on the service of other people. So as, le- as a leader, I've got to find the appropriate response to repay this deficit cool. because a paycheck just doesn't get it done. Right. And something tells me these two words are the key to doing that. So let's just end the suspense. (laughs) The two words are thank you. Thank you. Well, I I can see what you meant by the temptation to dismiss it. I mean, we we all learned please and thank you were the magic words as kids, but I'm thinking there's more to it here. There is, because thank you actually creates a culture of generosity. And um, it's actually a principle because thank you is my way of pausing in my incessant, you know, propensity to lean forward, Mm. move forward, look forward, to stop, to pause, to look back and to recognize there would be no progress. There would be no forward motion. There would, you know, there wouldn't be good quarters. There wouldn't be full services if it weren't for the people Mm. around me who have loaned me or loaned our organization their time and talent. And so thank you is my way of recognizing the fact we would not be where we are if it wasn't for those people. Thank you communicates that the mission of our organization could not and would not be accomplished without you. Andy, why is a culture of gratitude important? Well, for one thing, it's more enjoyable. Uh, I mean, there's just the simple part, but there's a deeper, there's a deeper reason. Gratitude actually generates generosity. Gratitude 
generous generosity. I, I'm more generous to people who express gratitude. So as a leader, it's, it's very, very important to create a culture where people are willing to loan their time, loan their talent, willing to cross, you know, the, 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 the lines of departmental lines, divisional lines and say, how can I loan you my extra time? How can I loan you my extra, my talent? And, and the way that you cultivate that really is through gratitude. It's by saying thank you. It's by saying, hey, yeah, I know you work here. Yeah, I know you get a paycheck, but thank you. I, I, I'm very, very grateful. I'm recognizing that I couldn't do what I do if you didn't do what you did. And as leaders, I, we set the tone for that. And again, I don't. I, I know my natural inclination is to just go on to the next thing, just go on to the next thing. And I'm grateful in my heart, mm. but nobody can see my heart. Mm. And if I don't pause, and that's what it requires, we're going to talk about that in a minute. If I don't pause, and if I don't build into the rhythm of my personal schedule, that pause to turn around, look back and say, thank you, I'll miss this. But I win as a leader, and everybody in our organization wins if we create a culture of gratitude because gratitude generates even more generosity. I think for those in our podcast audience who would willingly admit, you know what, that's me. I'm grateful in my heart. If somebody stopped me and said, hey, are you thankful for what I did? I would be quick to say yes, but I'm not grateful with my words. I'm not I'm not grateful with notes. I'm not great. I have to be reminded. If, if that's you, then here's a question you may want to write down somewhere, put in a drawer where nobody else can see it. And it's simply this. How generous have I been with my gratitude? How generous have I been with my gratitude? And again, can this be, become manipulative? Sure, it can become manipulative. But this isn't about that. It's, it's just really a principle. People, people can tell when we're being sincere, but people are motivated to be more generous with their time and with their talent in our organizations when they know that we recognize what they've done and we express our gratitude. So, Andy, it's not just that expressing gratitude is important. A failure to express gratitude comes at a price. Absolutely, because refusing to express gratitude or simply to carry it in our hearts and never express it verbally or on paper basically sends this message. I could have done this without you. Mm. I could have done this without you. I could have done this without you. We would never say that. But when we don't pause, when we don't turn around, when we don't look back and express gratitude, that's a message as well. And the message is, I could have done this without you. You are a dispensable part of this organization. You are a non-essential personnel. And nobody wants to feel that. And I think as leaders, again, and we don't, I don't think we do this on purpose. We, I mean, nobody's pushing back on this talk going, are you kidding? I could have done the whole thing by myself. We, we, we know better than that. But if we don't pause and if we don't build into the rhythm of our communication, we can accidentally send a message that we don't believe, which is, you're not essential. Mm. I could have done this without you. And I think most of our leaders understand that is absolutely not the case. But when it comes to this perception really is everything, whether we meant it or not, if that's what is perceived, absolutely. it has that impact. Well, it's pretty clear why this is such an important leadership principle to talk about. So let's dig into some application. All right. um, what should we do? Yeah, I'll give you a recent example. Um, Sunday, I did a message that was a pretty good message, but I had an incredible visual aid. And Darcy Dickerson on our staff created this visual aid. She came to me earlier in the week, and I had this kind of random idea of what I wanted to do. And she went to two or three different stores. She assembled all these different options for me to choose from. And I really think the visual aid made the message. She took a B sermon and made it an A. Just, it was awesome. So I'm driving home Sunday, thinking about it. Now, that's her job. 
I don't need to say thank you. She gets a paycheck, but she, you know, I, I recognize she really went beyond the call of duty. So I called her. Now I could have called her and said, Hey, Darcy, thanks for the visual aid. That was real helpful. All right. Thank you, Andy. Bye. <laughs> but I've learned it, when I say thank you or when we say thank you, the more detail, the more specifics we can add to the thank you, the more impact it makes. So I said, Darcy, I realized it took a lot of time. I realized I didn't give you a lot to go on. I realized you had to go to two or three different stores. I realized you had to return things. It was so colorful. It made so I just, I just really tried to pile on because I've learned the more detailed my thank you is, the more impact it makes. And I think for those of us who are leaders, number one, it's quick not to say it. We're, you know, it's easy not to say anything. Number two, it may be a little less easy to say thank you. But thank you with detail. Thank you with the recognition that, boy, you really knocked that out of the park. Here's the impact it made. That, that goes a long, long way. Because I think most people who work for us assume that we don't know how much they do. We don't understand the effort they've made. So anytime we can recognize out loud or on paper in a note, the, recognize the effort they've made really to make us more successful, that goes a long way. And it creates this culture of gratitude, which, again – you know, it just creates more generosity. Okay. Number one was be specific. Right. What's next? Uh, be honest. Um, you know, if you don't like something, don't say you like it. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't say thank you for things you're not really thankful for. As we've talked about before, what's rewarded will get repeated. Mm. So um, we should be as grateful as we can be, but we need to be honest. Don't accidentally attribute something to someone that they really didn't do. You know, if you communicate gratitude to someone for something they didn't really do, um, that's a lack of sincerity. People can sniff that out. They know better. All right, Andy, be specific. Be honest. What's the third one? The third one is to go public with your gratitude. Everyone loves to be bragged on. Mm. It's one thing for me to call someone and say thank you. It's another thing for somebody to walk in and there's a note on their desk where I've said thank you. But it's another thing entirely when in the middle of a leadership meeting or the middle of a board meeting, you stop and say, hey, before we go any further, I just want to brag on so-and-so. And public affirmation, public gratitude is so powerful. Now, at the beginning, we talked about, you know, creating a culture of gratitude. And this is where this really kicks in because when not even a supervisor or a boss or, or the leader of a company or organization does this, but anytime someone in a public setting interrupts appropriately or pauses to recognize what someone else has done and expresses public gratitude, it is very, very powerful. And it says to the entire organization, he's watching, she's watching, mm. she's paying attention, they, they know what we're up to. And of course, you know, when someone hears me talk about what someone else has done, of course, they think about what they've done. And I think it just it just elevates that value mm. um, in the entire organization. So I think oftentimes as leaders, again, we're leaning into the future. It's all about the agenda. We've got things we've got to talk about, things we've got to do. There's, it's so powerful to begin a meeting or to pause in a meeting and to say, hey, before we go on to the next thing or before we wrap up, I just want to thank Sheila. Sheila, you did this. And it's not just thank you for getting the chair set up. It's Sheila thought this through. Sheila was creative. Mm -hmm. Sheila got a team together and just go on and on and on. You really can't overdo it. And, and for some people, this comes natural. For others of us, we got to manufacture it a little bit. For others of us, we need our assistants to put a note on our desk and say, remember, you just need to know that so-and-so did this and they went mm -hmm. out of their way because the people around us sometimes are better at recognizing or just knowing the extent to which somebody went in order to make us successful. So, you know, there are things that happen we don't even know about. So whenever we get that information, 
it's a it's it's huge for the organization. It's huge for the culture of the organization to carve out time to find time to say thank you specifically, honestly, and whenever you can publicly. Well, Andy, as we wrap up the podcast today, any closing thoughts or, or tips on expressing gratitude? Couple things. Number one, I would recommend, and I learned this from Jeff Henderson, who's on our staff, that every leader listening get a stack of cards, um, stationary cards, put it on their desk as a reminder, today I need to write a thank you note. And um, I, I do this. I have a stack of, of little cards that fit in an envelope that have my name on the top or from the office of, and it sits there on my desk. I see it every single day, and every single day it reminds me, who do you need to thank? Who do you need to express gratitude? Who do I need to pause and go back to before I move forward. So that stack of cards sits there every single day, and it reminds me who needs who needs a you know who do you need to say thank you to? Because every single day that all of us show up for work, there are dozens or hundreds of people who have created the opportunity for us to show up at work. <laughs> every single time I get a paycheck, there are dozens or hundreds of people that have enabled me to get a paycheck. And the same is true for everybody listening. And it doesn't take a lot of time, but it goes a long way. And your organization is better if there is a culture of gratitude. And as leaders, we set the pace. The other thing I, I would highly recommend is that you look for ways to reach as far down into the organization as possible to say thank you. It's easy for me to catch the people that report to me or that I'm around all the time doing the right thing. But there's a group of people in our organization I never see. There are layers in our organization. We're multi-campus, multi-site. We have people all over the place. I don't even know their names. So I have told my assistant and her assistant when, as I mentioned just a few minutes ago, let I want to know when somebody does something extraordinary that that it would be appropriate for me to say thank you, even though I didn't see it happen, but to say, I heard you did a great job. I want you to know that makes a big difference in our organization, and personally, I'm thankful. So to look for ways to reach as far into the organization as possible to say thank you, and what that does, that's symbolic leadership. It's saying that I would say thank you to every single person in this organization if I knew everything that's being done. And when people get those thank you notes, especially from me or as leaders think about you know how far away they are from the layers in the organization if they're in a large organization, a letter or a note from me, three or four levels down, people hear about that. Mm -hmm. They save – I mean, I don't ask them to. They save those cards. They save those letters. I walk in, they're on their shelf, and I'm like – it's kind of embarrassing, but <laughs> it reminds me that was that was a big deal. They mm -hmm. tell their husbands, they tell their wives. So as leaders, we forget there's power. There is power in gratitude. But we've got to pause. We've got to look back. Sometimes we need a physical reminder on our desk. Sometimes we need people around us to remind us. But it is a win for the entire organization because you create a culture of gratitude, and gratitude generates even more generosity for the entire organization. You've even had us write thank you notes during a staff meeting. Yeah. Another thing that we've done to try to drive this through the organization is every once in a while we have a multi-campus all-staff meeting. That's our largest staff meeting. Um, and even in our individual campus staff meetings, people will come to the meeting and there will be cards and pens on the tables. And we'll say before we begin the meeting, I want everyone to think about one person that helped facilitate their success yesterday or this past week, and I want you to write them a thank you note. So we spend a few minutes in the leadership meeting writing thank you notes. We collect those, put those in envelopes, and we mail them for them, or we ask them to 
put those on somebody's desk if they're writing to somebody who's on staff. But oftentimes these notes are to volunteers. And so again, it's just a reminder because everybody's grateful in their heart. I mean, I, I don't think there are any ungrateful, super ungrateful people in terms of what they feel. They know that their success has been facilitated by the efforts of other people. It's pausing long enough to express it because un, and here's something you can't, you don't want, I don't want our listeners to forget. Unexpressed gratitude is ingratitude. It's the, that's what it is. Unexpressed gratitude is the equivalent of being ungrateful, regardless, again, of how I feel. So, I, again, I, I think those of you who are listening, you're creative people. You're smart. You, you can figure this out if we'll just pause long enough to think about it. Well, Andy, obviously, thank you for spending this time today. 